If your friend come and ask you for a car key and you doubt that he really know what a car is and you ask him a question okay and he will reply okay car is something a chair to sit so that you can go and get the groceries normally you will not hand over the key to that friend but before deciding that you ask him one more question what is a boat then he will answer or he answered it's not a car that is something we try to understand about happiness no one study happiness and nobody feel that we have to study for happiness and some people think that lack of unhappiness is happiness in some other places it's like you are studying the air you just breathe it you don't have to study it or in other way to put it it's something like we are studying the astronomy so you can learn about the stars but you cannot change them so the book the build the life you want is written by oprah winfrey i'm not sure i don't think i need an introduction for oprah in this case and arthur c brooks he is a research in harvard uh, teacher and all he is a research in happiness and all both of them joined together and make a book so he was researching in the harvard and all so part of the research one day his wife come and ask him why don't you use this research maybe he teased it or wife could have teased him telling that why don't you use this particular studies to improve your life at that moment he tried to improve it and make it like a study then opera collaborated it and we end up with a wonderful book so let's get start So we'll start with a story about Albina Covedo. She's a mother-in-law of Arthur C. Brooks. And she's an interesting lesson for the author. Point is that she was uh, born during the Spanish Civil War and her father was being prisonized and in part of the prison she found someone and they actually guided him to find his next husband so somehow he married like a normal person and she is having a good life at some point in time his husband her husband left him and leave him and then she go away so at an age 45 something changed similar to a promethean act of will what william james talk about what changed his life the father of modern psychology she tried to think about i cannot change the circumstances here but i what i can change is the way i am reacting to these circumstances so focus on the outer world is what is if you always focus on the inward you don't find an bandwidth to understand the outer world so focus on the outwards and the pillars of happiness which is family friendship work and faith that is somehow a lesson of Al- albina kuvedo later on after a decade more than 10 years afterwards her husband come back and she accepted her so joined so when she was trying to decide to change his her life she go and she quit her job she go and learned in college to become a teacher 
at that time she was the most senior person in that college in that particular class then she studied there she became a teacher so she is telling that at that moment like okay the the key for happiness is in my key or the way we look at the world the way we judge way we look at the circumstances that's what it otherwise people are same her husband is same like before and after but they still have the good married life but she tried to change how she look at it so why i told about promethean act of will william james if you read the mark manson book you would have read mark manson nicely put it there about william james there so william james was the eldest of the children in his family and he was uh, joined in harvard medical school and all he was more about depression and not able to cope up with that scenario at one point in time she with what is actually changing his life is a promethean act of will where he considered that or he put it in a writing whatever is happening on my life i am the only person responsible that one single sentence give us the father of modern psychology william james chapter 1 happiness is not the goal and happiness is not the enemy so the chapter starts with the story about a professor mr randy pouch in 2007 he was giving his final speech not because he is retiring even at some point in in the part of the speech he was doing one hand push ups and all he was so much excited so the point the story is trying to tell that it is not something like somebody is retiring or is is this is his last day in his college no he is actually having a disease or some level of uh, cancer or something which already doctors have given him a period where he will live but still he is living for it because opera in the start of the book is telling i have seen multiple types of people i have seen some people who is very much having too much unfortunate things happen and they are they come there they cry and they empathize the audience empathize with them and there are other genre of people where they are so much abundant they just inspire and people just admire them and opera is telling there is a third category of people which is actually they have all reason to be unhappy but still they found themselves a way to become happy that is actually a secret of this so in if you look at previously from the moment we are in africa having the wheel to the nowadays where we having like hunter gatherer to the wheels to the even the tiktok even the latest age we are still looking for or searching for happiness so if you look back in 340 bc and all epicurus actually given as a definition of happiness is that happiness is something like a freedom from mental disturbances and the absence of physical pain two parts first one mind second one body if that is not there epicurus is telling then that is what happiness means but that was not correct if you look at now even the people who we think that they have all reason to become happy even the celebrities you know you they have 
that much immense level of money wealth fame and everything you found they are going to get suicide with depression and all but let us stay with epicurus 100 years after epicurus another guy came called epictetus he is something like a stoic philosophy if you follow mark aurelius and all you will understand stoicism and all so what he is trying to tell us happiness is finding the life's purpose accepting one faith and then act on it so the act itself is actually finding the happiness so happiness is not a destination happiness is a direction that's what it means so macronutrients of happiness is enjoyment satisfaction and the purpose of life so yes staying with the same what will you do if you are unhappy so sadness because there is a recent book by walter isaacson about elon musk and some of the chapter or the even the first of the chapter is starting about adversity adversity is actually made elon musk but coming back to here sadness or regret is something like an amazing cognitive feat you will get an opportunity to reflect on something you can imagine and have a feedback so regret will sharpen decision the best selling author daniel pink mentioned it as a some of the important things even it is not staying there the creativity because you will see that melancholy and all is part of all of this creative creations of like wordsworth john keats by the way everybody so the point is that john keats mentioned that world of pain is a school of intelligence and by the way similar thing like usually the, the researchers has found that if there is a 37 percentage increase in sadness then there is one composition will happen so if there is an increase in 37 percentage that is a chance for one composition one new composition from that composer so when you are sad your ventrolateral prefrontal cortex will focus on intensely on that complex problem so you will somehow getting focused on not on the silly things you will be focused on the more complex thing and that will sharpen your ability and that that will almost make it into or more tolerant to the risks and all such things that's what like elon musk sometime go out of out of uh, sync like that so he's that much having a risk taking capability because of such things so generally what the chapter conclude is that we should be grateful for the bees not only honey what you are now is because of all that unfortunate things that is happening to your life so you should be grateful for the bees at the same time you are grateful for the honey as well power of metacognition simply put thinking about thinking So Victor Frankl the author of Man in Search for Meaning he will come across him but he is generally is part of the concentration camp and all he come back he reflect himself same thing what we tell he tried to choose to how to react to his emotions so it's something like imagine because i am into the projects field and all book also explain the same thing like imagine you have a construction project and you are you are able to understand okay there are going to be a rain coming soon how will you manage that 
you will just sit there and then look at how the rain is affecting the construction work or you will make some contingency plan naturally i think you will do that but the same thing is not happening to our life or our thinking and our problems because famous of the brain how the brain is developed into three brains first one is a stem brain which is the very primitive brain which is mainly responsible for motor functions and all the next part is the limbic brain which is a reptilian brain which is like how we respond to stimuli and all these things the very most advanced or the most recent one is the neocortex which is something like okay you have a petroleum right a petroleum is getting refined and getting into product so neocortex is something which is refining this one and getting out so if you are not able to do that people end up trying to switch off the brain they try to find to substance abuse alcohol and all they found there so because we live in now in a world like our ancestors have lived in jungle and forest and sure they have to respond to when the tiger is coming and all but nowadays very rarely we face a tiger until unless you go for a vacation and you go to a particular place to see the, the tiger itself otherwise you have very rare chance to see a tiger but most of us are still living in that same survival mechanism how we protect from tiger same level of response we are giving it to a phone call to an email and many of the life small things or even the bigger things as well but that is not that much big as a tiger for your survival so you cannot change the history that's true but you can change the perception of that history how you look at that history so your opinions may change even if you look at yourself so our memory our human memory people are considering it as something like a retrieval process okay you studied in school you get that thing you get that information back that is something like memory but actually our memory is more retrieval than reconstruction so the same incident or some bad incident happen the people will be telling about a summary about that one same moment will be totally different if you ask that same question after many years like after 5 10 years because the memory is still there but how they perceive that particular incident would have changed based on their life experiences so that really matters so power of metacognition thinking about thinking choose better emotions so coffee or regular coffee is a good metaphor so the point is that coffee has adenosine molecule so usually in your day time or during your day period you will be your body will use that signal to just pass the molecule so at the end of the day like adenosine is responsible for making you fall asleep and all so what coffee is doing or caffeine is doing is that it will go to the place where one neutron will push a molecule other will catch what is been shoot but this caffeine will go and fit into that place where adenosine is supposed to fit so then when the body produces adenosine molecule there is no space for the coffee to sit 
that's what happening so that metaphor why the author is using that metaphor that's why i take that uh, coffee mug also above for your understanding so the point is that we try to if we can replace that because right now our body or our brain is not able to fall asleep because adenosine is taken the place of sorry caffeine is taken a place of adenosine that is the reason so we usually have a negativity bias even from the childhood we focus more on the negative than the positive thing naturally because it is in essential for our survival so we been evolutionary trait in that way but the point is that people think okay you should feel gratitude then people think what i i can be grateful for if you follow tony robbins and all you can even find a like a gratitude in the smallest things like for example i am able to talk to you people now because i am grateful for that time because i am not being catched up with any other things in my life similarly you are watching this now because you get that much wealth of opportunity to listen this peacefully in your own time and you are not getting any other distraction so that is what so cicero the roman philosopher cicero mentioned it as uh, gratitude is not the greatest emotion is telling it is the parent of everything so gratitude is something else so the point is that that is one part of the thing you can be grateful for it but choose better emotion is something like you can be empathize with a situation and you can be compassionate to a situation that is two different things empathy is something like you are in somebody else shoes but compassion is something you are not only in that shoe you are doing more it is something like okay a doctor just meet you and he is empathizing to your pain or relieving your pain is or talking to you and relieving your pain that is something okay empathy but he is trying to operate that patient and take out that pain that is compassion so you can be compassionate with yourself and you can be compassionate to the outer world as well so focus less on yourself so the point is that we care much on ourselves but in that way but also at the same time we care much about how what others are thinking about us so there are two people at the same time one who sees like i am seeing you and one who is being seen you are you are watching me so there is two person at the same time like quantum mechanical aspects and all i am not going there but that is the thing so william james as i mentioned in the beginning a promethean act of will the father of modern psychology he is one of the person who has studied immensely on this two part he is not even staying with two he is telling we are in a multiple dimensions and collaborating it together or making it in equilibrium is what the peace making is all about so he is telling outside like the observer is something more looking for a survival if you don't be outward focus maybe you will be hit by a car maybe an a modern equivalent of a tiger but something similar to that but if if you are inside it is more about you as a person who you are such judgment everything is happening everything is happening in that part so as per zen buddhism life is an art of forgetting yourself 
if you forget you as a person then there is no you and others there is only like one and all like in hindu is philosophy and all is called brahmam like you are getting in like putting putting fulfilled in so you are subliming into the brahmam they call aham brahmasmi like tatva masi and all so similar to that so the author is trying to tell okay just stay away from the reflections that is one part of focusing less on yourself like looking at a mirror but now we have a modern equivalent like facebook instagram and other things we are trying to show ourselves in a different way as well so that is one part of the thing we should care less for approval as well we don't have to care how others are looking at it we can be less and the life is something like a pilgrimage there is a, a story at the end of the chapter talking about a junior uh, monk is asking about a senior monk where are you going and the monk is telling i'm going for a pilgrimage so uh, the monk asks where are you going i don't know so that without knowing what is it that makes every experience so immense so nice in this being like instead of okay you have a target to achieve on that one you achieve this that is happiness instead you can be more focused on like you don't have to be a prisoner for approval and all you can be having a even if you, you can be envy but there are two type of envy you can be envious about what somebody else having it that's okay but even so there are malignant envy and benign envy so envy sometime will give a same type of reflections as we have for regret it can like we talk about in the, our best behavior in other books about seven deadly sins and all how we are taking care but malignant envy is something else it is going to hurt someone else so focus less on yourself you will think that okay you cannot survive without thinking about yourself if you don't think about yourself you will be perished that's not the situation you can test for it you can look for it you don't have to look always for look at the mirror you don't have to always publish yourself in social media you don't have to take somebody's approval for everything what you do you don't have to be judged you when you judge you will be judged like what bible is telling so sim so you don't have to do it in that way focus less on yourself that is a pathway to happiness so build your perfect family so leo tolstoy tolstoy famous said that happy families are all same but unhappy families are different in their own ways so each of them are different so conflict is a signature or a sign of abundant love so you can be as happy as your unhappiest child because even in there are some idols of happiness people think like money power prestige and all these things but the generally is that the four pillars of happiness as we discuss in the book is about family friendship work and faith the point is that like imagine you go to a restaurant and uh, if you are not ordering anything you will not get a bill right so you are getting a bill because you are enjoying a delicious meal similarly you are having a conflict 
because you have a lovely family at same time that's one part of the topic so you have to acknowledge the conflict and you can have like there are a couple of topics talking about boundaries how we treat with even there are books about drama free about how the family conflicts has been taken care and such things that is one part of the thing second thing the book is trying to give one new information is that complementarity because we usually think even the dating apps what we have everything think that like we have to find some partner which is similar to us because dating app mostly they will try to find your interest and try to match it and they think that that is what you needed but if you look at most of the people they have always find their partners which is not same like them because that complementarity is actually trying to acknowledge or trying to improve that relationship because previously we have been getting date by friends and all these things but now it is dating apps or such but most of the, most of the people are not happy with it so it is not the similarity it is the complementarity that is what making it happen another topic talking about is the forgiveness part you will be hurt with lot of bad experience by the families and all these people including the value breach how they treat the relation somebody would have hurt you all these things so you can be conditionally forgiving them or unconditionally forgiving them that's fine but the point is that if you don't forgive it is something like a south indian monkey like in south indian they have a trap for the monkey where they put a cock in it and they make a hole on that and put an ice on the top uh, rice on the top so monkey came and then tried to use its hand through the coconut and try to get that rice but when it is coming out the hole is that that much enough to take a fist of hand of monkey so monkey will be somehow trapped and he is not uh, he don't want to leave because if you open his fist he can go but he don't want to lose that rice he captured so that is a situation we all have we are somehow locked in the emotions of forgiveness we think that okay that one that emotion that unforgiveness is an achievement for us but somehow that is going to hurt us you can be let go of that and you can still be don't have to forget about it you can forgive about it that is a totally do different things forgetting and forgiving is different things you can still keep that memory but not like the monkey which is hand is catched on that thing and people try to come and catch that monkey and just take him away that's the situation so you don't have to do that friendship that is deeply ideal so in 1921 carl jung the famous psychologist introduced uh, something about a theory about introverts and extroverts maybe we still think that okay introverts are not that much friendly extroverts are different like that that is there but the point here is that most of us like like what children they used to spend more time in school than in in home similarly most of us spend too much time on work than in with your family that is there like a 40 hour work week or more than that so the point here is that without before calium we have aristotle which is mentioning about nicomachean ethics where is something like a ladder where he is tell that on the bottom of the ladder is something like we just have an attachment to connect but more like a deal making 
like okay you are making a friendship with someone because you just want to be that will enable you to work better and such things and all but other way if you go to the highest level of that ladder it is something like you go to a highest pleasure you are not trying to make any deal out of that friendship then you don't have to you are not attaching any views to that friendship so you are not having any suffering you are not detaching anything you are not looking okay that friendship you, you only have always have to chat with someone it will stay that is still there that is the highest level in aristotle ladder it will stay there and it will not be affected by any views or any misunderstanding or anything like that so even buddha used to mention it like similar thing like a detachment or attachment and detachment is coming mainly from buddha so the book is telling you can even your spouse can be your friend you can make a companionate love with a mutual understanding people think that okay you can be having a friendship with only with someone who is a friend actually your spouse your wife or husband can be a friend as well you can have that companionship in that way which will make it deeply ideal as well so work is love made visible khalil gibran we have this uh, we have some khalil gibran poem in our channel which also is trying to explain and not so this is a famous from khalil gibran so the point is that work is love made visible so it is not that okay ceo is loving his work you can be work in any part of your endeavor as long as you are engaging it wholeheartedly that is love made visible there so happiest job there is nothing in common you can find a, a, a bread brewer or a bread maker as much enjoying like a ceo working there so there is something like earned success and learned helplessness which is actually opposite learned helplessness coming from martins marty seligman about his dogs he's not able to respond to the electric shock and all something like similar to a human beings and us we feel think that whatever you do of my life is like this i cannot do anything that is one part of the people or learned helplessness marty seligman's so examples there is another way of people who try to improve the way they work and they earn success by that that is earned success you can improve 1% at a time there is books talking about atomic habits and all you end up with 37 something in a year and all so that's a part also book explain about winston churchill winston churchill as you know the british prime minister he is very much a productive man but at the same time he was faced with depression and all such problems as well because people the point all his biographers and researchers are making is that he is finding work as a way to cope up with his depressions that's what make uh, churchill that much productive so we have a similar situation now we used to put too much time spending on work that we don't we just go to burn out and all we find that as a channel something ending with workaholism and all we admire busy people we think burnout is an achievement we think that okay just coming home with a burnout situation even in the book of exodus god 
made the whole world and heaven everything in 6 days on the sabbath day on the 7th day he take a rest if god can take rest why don't you and me can do the same so work is love made visible chapter 8 this is the last chapter find amazing grace something about spirituality religion and all opera is telling brooks as well telling the same so it doesn't depend on which religion you have it also doesn't depend about like you follow one even if you think that okay there is a higher self that is that is still a something a spirituality so lisa miller who wrote a famous book awakened brain she tell that when we are in a, in a spiritual effort then the medial medial thalamus of our brain will be activated that way we will cope up with the stress and strain and other things even in quran is there telling that if you want peace come back to me something like that so the stress removal is something like a mindfulness part as well because when we do something be mindful on the things if you wash dishes in stelling just wash dishes that's it be mindful on that so buddha or bodhisattva there is something like a seeking truth and helping others because seeking that buddhism or that elite consciousness is something like we are breaking that cycle of birth and death and at the same time you are staying where you are and you are helping others so find that amazing grace in yourself that is also can give you happiness so that's about uh, the book uh, conclusion of this book if you are like to interested in similar books we have a book in our channel called bitter sweet by susan cain i would highly recommend you watch that as well until we come across with the next book bye for now